and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Movie Cast, episode 377. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Suniti. What's up? Corey Feinstein. Yo! And Tony Korkanakis. Hello! What's up, guys? Welcome, listeners. Welcome, viewers, to 377. This is our Of The Year podcast group here. So, games and movies will be our Of The Years. Um, so, we're going to get into that shortly. I would probably say uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about what we've been up to, though, to start. Uh... And then we'll get into the of the year stuff. We're going to do, let's see, categories are best of the year, surprise, and disappointment. Hmm. Um, we no longer say worst movie of the year because... We I don't. Think, I think disappointment seek those is... those out. Yeah, we don't seek... <laughs> I mean, I saw Try not being negative, yeah. right? Yeah. Something uh, like that. Yeah, well, because well, it's, no, it, it's, not, it's not about not being negative. It's about we're not watching what the true worst would, movies of the year. I would argue or, disappointment doesn't necessarily make it a bad movie. Sure. No, yeah. I mean, I would definitely argue that, especially for what I chose in that category. Probably, maybe <laughs> the same. I don't know. So we'll see. Uh, let's get into uh, what we've been up to first. Corey, I know you were adamant oh. to get into this thing. So let's. What you've been up to? What have you been watching? Oh no, I was just asking oh, earlier before we started because Mike asked me. Oh, okay, I don't know. I mean, like I have two weeks of stuff. So. Oh yeah. yeah. You were on last week. Oh, that's right. You were. Oh, we do. Are we doing movies and games this podcast, or just? No, we're just we're doing, doing this is the movies. This is the movies. This is the movies. Okay, we're so it's. Which we're splitting them, so I wasn't sure here, but uh, I can start. I I um, watched the um, return of Shield. Wow. Some Shield. Cool. Oh wow, that happened already. Uh, and this episode was pretty cool. Um, uh, Greg Clark, or is it Clark Greg? Sorry. Clark, Clark Greg, you got it. Yep. yep. Greg. Yeah, he uh, actually directed this episode. So oh, this right. I saw this directorial debut. Yeah, I saw him like cool. talking about this on Twitter a lot. So yeah, so. It was a good episode. Move the story along. Really enjoy what they're doing there. Definitely would recommend you guys check it out. Just uh, it's probably the best sci-fi on TV right now. Yeah, uh, I'll piggyback on that because I watched the third episode of that. Okay. Um, and I honestly didn't like it that much. The third episode. It's start like the situation they're in is feeling a little tedious to me. Like I'm like, all right. Like really. I don't know. I didn't get to a little. Bit. I have to After say, like, episodes. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not. No, I mean, like, well, what is it? They took four episodes and they took a break, right? And then now they're on five. I think this. I think I this guess. was five. Yeah, I think this was five. Yeah. So, um, I just have to say, like in the next two episodes, Mike, things completely. Because <laughs> at this point, I'm just sick of everyone saying you don't understand. It's worse than you think. That's all that's happened so far. Like for the last two episodes, I'm like, okay. I get All right, it. so like you're at that point where you're like, okay, well, something's got like happen here, and I think the next episode you'll be happy that something happens, and then this uh, I, latest I episode so. really moves things along. Like I said, <laughs> I, I, I want to. I'm gonna, like two episodes behind, so I'm hoping that uh, I can catch up on this. But yeah, I've been watching oh, yeah, that's, other things. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, other than that, really, movie wise, not uh, TV wise, not too much. Um, trying to think. I watched, because um, I, I, it was on Netflix, so I just put it on. It was kind of like almost a background thing, one of those things where I wasn't paying too much attention, but I would still put it on. I watched the latest Car- Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I keep like Ugh. almost clicking on that. Like it keeps coming up on my feed. So it's I know, and like I've been in a very big pirate like mode for some reason. Like I've been like really into black sails and um, 
like a, I have a pirate board game that I've been playing. And so like I was like, ah, let's check this out. I just watch it and it's on Netflix. It's not like I'm paying anything extra for it. And it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be, but maybe because I had lowered my expectations, but it's not certainly not a good movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's like one of those movies that's not even worth like talking about. So I'll just leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> All right then. And Johnny Depp just does his thing. Like that's the thing. It's like like ah, uh, it's another Jack Sparrow. Him doing his Jack Sparrow thing, well, that you see in every other movie he does anyway. Yeah, yeah, they're not bringing anything new to the table at this point, you know. Mm-hmm. So, be interesting to see how he acts in um, Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Okay. I know he's cast in that, and that was very controversial because apparently, like, that was when like his abuse case came out, which I guess right. has been explained and whatever, but. I know. Uh, anyways, so. I think a lot of people wanted it to be reversed. Him being like the alter ego, and then the other guy. I'm not. I don't want to spoil things, but yeah, yeah, we know Johnny Depp's in it then uh, already. But yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Mike, what have you been up to? Um. So, like I said, I saw the third episode of Shield, and maybe I'm just annoyed because I'm watching these on demand and I, and have to sit through commercials that are secret. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> to me, because you don't have Hulu, by the way. Huh? On demand, it says it's going to take 42 minutes. You're like, oh, cool. There'll be almost no commercials. And then it's like, oh, just kidding. It's 52 minutes, even though it doesn't say that. And yeah. you just are sitting through most Shows of you the runtime of the show, not the runtime of what you're watching. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So you can't skip through that. I'm like, ugh. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, I like it. And I still, um, but, yeah, I'm ready for something new to happen. It's just like everyone is just being restricted so much. And it's just like this whole still the process of people trying to understand their situation going on for like three episodes now i'm like all right i'm ready for something to happen at this point so uh, i mean you say it will so hopefully it does um and then i finished out the last handful of punisher episodes finally so i am done with punisher i'm on my way Um, i'm on my way yeah i have to say um it's definitely better than what it felt like at the beginning uh I probably would put it a bit above Luke Cage now, now that it's done. I don't think it's quite as good as Jessica Jones or the better parts of both Daredevils. Um, and I feel like it's so tonally different than Iron Fist. Well, Iron Fist is just bad, but yeah, it's so tonally we, different than just, Defenders. It's like it's hard to even like consider that the same thing, although Defenders wasn't yeah. perfect in any stretch either. No. But there's there was some plot threads that I like, legitimately did not like, didn't want to bother with in, the, in it. For sure, and uh, but the first episode still sticks out as like the worst in the whole series. It's completely different. It has like nothing to do with what's going on. Mm. It's kind of annoying, <laughs> and like I don't even remember like what happened to a certain character in that, like who looked like he was going to be quite important. Like I don't remember what happened to him at all. Well, he was I, told to just go get out of the city, and <laughs> that's what he did. I guess. But once so. the character actually listened, I suppose. Well, it's but, like, well. Uh, Get out of CD, pick yourself. Okay. You don't have to tell me Never twice. see him again. <laughs> you know, I almost got murdered. Uh, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. So, no, but I did like it uh, more than I thought I would. Um, yeah. That's I, good. I mean, because like, like you guys know, I mean, that's my favorite Marvel Netflix show mm-hmm. at this point. And that's still, that's still a little crazy to me, but <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I definitely had to finish it up. Um interesting ending i will say and uh that's it i read some comics but you know i'm not done with them so i don't want to talk about them yet okay tony uh i watched logan 
Oh yes, yeah, just, yeah, in the, yeah. just in the crazy just, well, off chance possibility that this could have truly, yeah, truly, you know, changed up my uh, order and stuff like that. Yeah, it didn't. But don't get me wrong, it, it was good. It was very good. Um, the best felt, movie with a mutant in it. Wait, that's a this movie. year. That's or, a word. That's a word choice. They can't best movie with a ever, superhero or? in it. In my opinion, ever. Yeah. I think it's Ever? better than X2. I think it's, yeah, I think it's uh, pretty good. I mean, it's in my, up, up, it's up there for my other I mean, X2 years. would be the next one, and I don't know what else you would put else mm. like, up there. But nah, it's better than I, X2. Put, uh, I haven't rewatched X2 in a long time, but. I know it doesn't hold. X2. Yeah. yeah. My problem uh, with X2 I mean, is just the, the history. And I know you mentioned you had uh, some issues with certain characters in there, but I think everybody, other than certain clone aspects of things like i thought everything was really good yeah but yeah. i did feel like uh, that was i'd rather see know. that than like broke ass saber tooth and shit like no, that. i think the uh i kind of liked that perspective because it um it made a certain character scary in a way that the enemies often feeling like nah well, i mean come on and then you're like oh wait this is terrifying <laughs> that's what um, i liked about that it didn't really make sense with the the one um, the biggest threat in the movie, I want to say, like it just didn't. They're just like, oh yeah, we had this other program, and uh, we're just gonna do this now. It's like, wait, well, I mean, if you could do that, why don't you just do that from the beginning? And then, well, they had to get the whole, there, man. Well, well, the whole other thing too is like, why is that character aged so perfectly and not like you know, hey, um, he was he was more he was like a clone way, engineered, guess. where the other ones were like birthed, like clones instead did they say that i don't remember them saying. i think they said it seemed it was kind of more it seemed more like that's what the idea was because because all it was of the one dude threatening yeah, they talk, oh, we got something else and it's like okay. well they talk about how like you, you can't breed that you can't you know, like do it with children because they don't understand that like that fury or whatever or something and then so like you just have to like make them that age so that they don't know anything other than that there's like a there is like a little des- like part of what's the um the word i'm looking for like they do talk about why he's the age he is not like a kid i i didn't get any of that at all actually i mean i literally just like, watched the movie and i i well, i they do talk myself about going, it. Yeah. No, i mean yeah i do remember a little bit of a monologue about it, it wasn't too that's long, the what but... i was looking for monologue they monologue yeah. about why he's fully grown uh, i mean if you want to question like why they just figured it out then you can but that's what they did. That's how they presented it. They're like, all right. That's why they're trying to get rid of the kids because they they didn't work. They're not working. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Like, I was just like, okay, again, I just bought it, but it was just like, all right. I don't know. It's just, that kind of stuff is, you already have one of those in the movie. So it's like to have two, it's just, I don't know. It's whatever. Um, But I don't know. I just felt like some of the, like any of the extra characters just felt like they were in the, no, like professor X. I mean, he had really no point in the movie. I think yeah, the I think he structured the, the entire premise of the movie, and then this is also like sort of his closing too, from the seventeen plus years of him being on screen. So I would disagree with that profoundly. <laughs> I I just think you could do the movie without him, and it wouldn't have really changed that much. Well, then then you're not getting the movie for what it is. What I do don't you think. Mean? Because a lot of it is about the relationship between these two characters and how they've had all this time together and this is the ending. 
it's not just about Wolverine. It's yeah, about no. Professor X, too. Right. Like, he's like, oh, I caused this thing and trying to... Well, here's the thing. Professor X is a dick. I'm sorry. Like, maybe you guys liked him, but he's a fucking asshole. Same thing as Wolverine. Like, I mean, they're both assholes, so I get that they're buddy-buddies, but I just... It was like, all right, like we're just gonna send these guys off. That's that's cool. I just don't understand how you could be okay with this, and then like not okay with what happened in other movies that might have played out this year. Um, it just, you know, I, I just think it's a bit weird. But you know, whatever. It was good. It was a good movie. Um, you are like grasping so hard at straws right now with this criticism, but that's okay. <laughs> how it's it's literally the same exact thing as like, what. As another movie that I'm not trying to spoil right now because we're going to talk about it in a few minutes anyway. So, whatever. It's not even close, but okay. Really, there's some. There are some similar aspects. There are definitely similar aspects. Like I don't even want to hear this. Like, but okay. I think they, they, the, 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 there's a different. I think there's a different like approach here because of the fact. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, there's there's definitely a different approach, but I mean. Clearly, Wolverine is a broken Logan. I'm not even gonna call him Wolverine. He's Logan. He's a broken character in this movie, and he's like, "Oh, like leave me alone. Like, I just I don't want to talk to anybody." I mean, the woman approaches him at the funeral, and he's just like, "You know what? The biggest fuck away from me." These two characters have been on screen in various iterations (laughs) constantly for the last 17 years. We haven't Uh waited 40 years for a sequel for these characters without getting any information about bad things that happens to them. That's (laughs) different. That's the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Right, we'll see. Anyways, movie move. movie's good. Um, I think it was a good finale for uh, Hugh Jackman. I mean, I just, I think he should just go on top. I don't think he should ever come back, reprise that role for anything. There's no way you, no. you do better than that. I, I'd like to see them recast the Wolverine for the Marvel Universe though, and see what they can do. Well, yeah, but, but not make, him, make him shorter. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, I did feel that the comics in the actual movie were really weird. I was finding myself going, what? Yeah, that was a weird placement. Um, I remember that happening in the, in the theaters, and I'm like, that, that's kind of weird. I mean, I understand. Well, it's in the trailer, and you're like, why is yeah. this in here? I understand that like, they were going for like an otherworldly story tales of the, the mm-hmm. X-Men, which are, you know, that's basically what it was. It's supposed but... to be like, they're supposed to be like these legend stories. Yeah. Like yeah. Legends, yeah. yeah. No, no, I totally get it. I mean, they they wrote it in a way that you can accept that i just thought it was weird because yeah. i don't think any of, I, don't think, I don't think any of the movies ever addressed the fact that they were like popular and you know people looked up to them because the whole point of the x-men is people hate them so i'm just going so people like you guys i mean even after, in the ending the one dude passes. is like holding a actual wolverine toy and i'm, I'm just going oh Okay, I was I like, mean, where the hell did he get that? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> all right, you're 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 Gosh, running away from your life. You you had nothing to begin with prior to this. You know, however much time there was between leaving the facility and going to uh, Eden or mild whatever spoilers. the fuck. Mild spoilers. Mild spoilers. <laughs> mild spoilers. Mild Which, spoilers. By the way, in this podcast, we're probably gonna have some mild spoilers for other years. Just just so you know. I'd say full spoilers, man. Full spoilers. Man. Yeah. yeah full. Just don't. It's not. <laughs> Yeah, we'll mention the movie before we just drop anything, but it, it was just jarring. Um, you know, thinking, okay, so if I were a, you know, 10, 10-year-old kid or, you know, around that age, mutant powers, you know, scientifically given, trying to get to the, the border to fucking start a new life, things I got to pack before I go. Number one on my list, giant Wolverine action figure, because why the fuck not, right? I mean, 
just there. Well, who knows? Maybe that was like his one thing that he had, and that like got him through the, all the, the uh, troubles he had. Who knows? I, I, sure. I forgave oh, it, but it is a it's, it's a nitpick, but it's just it is, this if the you're most a kid, you're going to bring a toy. It sticks out. <laughs> well, it sticks out in that right. moment. It, it to- yeah, it, it does. And honestly, uh, it's a I feel like it took away completely from any type of funeral service there because uh you know it's just oh the scene it's supposed it to be super serious and you're like yeah. what is yeah guy? i, I think he's like the were... goofiest guy too and he's like yeah <laughs> i i just think if they wanted to do that they could have done it when they were just chilling and it's like oh you know one of the kids really looks up to you as a wolverine toy it's like oh okay all right that's that's a little different but anyway it's a good movie um i knew you you know after i saw it, i was like okay i could see why you guys like it because it's has the same beats as certain other uh, intellectual properties that I know you guys like. So, you know, it's hitting those same beats. It's the Sony formula. All right. Um, Anything else? That's it. Okay. Uh, For note for me, I've watched uh, the first episode of The Toys That Made Us on Netflix. What? Oh, yes. Okay. I did hear about that. Yeah. uh, It's the first episode on Star Wars toys. It's it's actually really cool. Like, it's uh, 45 minutes long, I believe. Um, maybe it's an hour. I'm not sure. You know, Netflix time, but um, it's really, really interesting. Really interesting story about the Kenner uh, run with with George Lucas and oh yeah. I mean, there's some some pretty. That's the stuff I love. Videos. Is like we get to finally see some of like the background, like on how all this stuff happens and like how like these things come to be and like the deals that were made and like what brought stuff into fruition. Like I love that we get to see that. Yeah. You know, like with. Plus, have pixels, behind-the-scenes stuff, even the um, console wars. Like, all that stuff is, like, awesome. So I'm excited have, to see some more of that. The only thing I didn't like about this was George Lucas declined to interview on this episode. So I yeah, would like to have seen his aspect of it, too. He's done with Star Wars. Anything, I know. Get that fuck away from me, Star Wars shit. I know, but, like, <laughs> just hearing about his love of that of that universe back when this came out, it, yeah. it's, it's really an interesting episode. And, and how these toys had to get into production and it, it, how long toys you made, like, used to take to to make i mean they make a they took about a year to produce mm-hmm. i mean so it's like yep. you know it, it, you can't just whip something up and get it out before the, the movie gets out in the theater so it's like uh it was it was pretty cool like it was a really good episode i'm looking forward to seeing the next one up is barbie uh then there's an episode on he-man and gi joe there's only four episodes what's the guy that was in the console wars and he like revived barbie yeah so i'm interested up. i want to know he, if he's going to be in this i really want to know i if hope in that so that'd be awesome yeah. Yeah. yeah he did barbie and uh he-man yes and i want to see yeah. um, either he-man was his his creation yeah so, his creation yeah, right barbie was he came in and bailed them out essentially he got them I think, going yeah um and i th- i think i saw on one of the transformer sites i visit uh occasionally they are doing an episode on transformers which is pretty cool, cool because awesome. that's one of those things that's I would like think, i would hope they'd have a gi joe transformers they have a gi like joe so i'm hoping that we get yeah, yeah. I hope we get transformers and uh it's like those are huge as far as like selling like shows and shows selling toys like that's huge yeah. ninja turtles, no, needs turtles, to would, be, turtles yeah. would be pretty big yeah. too yeah. um i think uh matchbox or hot wheels would be an interesting thing too that would be just cool. going did you guys read Console Wars two or no? Yeah, yeah. I forget. Oh wait, Cons- yeah, uh, Console Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You remember the story? Also. The- yeah, you remember the story about like, that? Get out of there! <laughs> it's like I need to go to the Matchbox. Matchbox. No, this <laughs> is. Uh, I don't think it is. No, C C C. Uh, okay. It's like wait a second. In, I'm in the I'm in the warehouse. Uh, no, <laughs> like, get out of there! <laughs> you came to the wrong neighborhood, motherfucker. Yeah. 
So, all right. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into our of the years. Again, there's going to be spoilers throughout hey. this whole thing. So uh, we're going to kick it yeah. off with yeah. our disappointment. We're going to go with the worst at the first. So okay. biggest disappointment. Uh, yeah, biggest disappointment of 2017. Um, we'll go in the same order throughout. So uh, you want me to kick us off? I'll kick us off. I, I can. I can do you, it. Okay, you, Corey's going to kick us off. Go ahead. Uh, so my biggest disappointment, I was looking at all the films, and obviously recently one has been the very hot topic for us. <laughs> but I wanted to give everything a fair shot. So and just thinking back and like really thinking – they could they could do something good here and they didn't do it and that was for me with transformers the last night oh that movie was a pile of shit yeah, yeah but i mean i expected it so it's like you you expect yeah. somewhat but you expect a popcorn flick with the transformers yeah you did i mean you, you i didn't even watch that movie it. i'm yeah. the biggest transformers that's what i mean like <laughs> you could go in to the transformers movies knowing you're gonna get a popcorn flick yeah. this was not that I know that's that's the thing. from the commercials. I was just like, um, yeah, not feeling this one, bros. And even the toys. Usually, the toys uh, would at least you know, spark my interest. I'm like, nah, not not feeling this. And then the whole bumblebee thing with what they do, and like the fact that they like the heavy advertisement on like Optimus being a bad guy, and then like that's not even close. Yeah, to that wasn't even that was misrepresented in this movie without a doubt. So, so it's like for me yeah. that one because I. Again, I think seeing Transformers on the big screen is where you should because it's a spectacle and it's a big mm-hmm. yeah. uh, CGI-heavy action movie with a lot of you know fun stuff happening. There's just no fun here at all. Yeah. yeah. So biggest disappointment for me was Transformers last night. Yeah. Uh, mine will be talked about later by a lot of us on certain lists, but mine is The Last Jedi. Uh, mm-hmm. Mostly because um, I expected it to be movie of the year for me, and it's not. Um, it, I, I will, I will say it has made my list, but it's not. I'm, on... so, I'm so sorry because I listen. I literally listened to the episode, uh, from 2015 where we talked about it and we unanimously agreed that the force awakens was our movie of the year. I think it was the first time we've ever, all four, all four, of, the board, wow. yeah, all four of us had agreed upon something. And again, literally we're talking, oh, you know, they just need to um, do something new and do something original. And, you know, I just, I don't want another Empire retread. No, I'm happy they didn't just, do that. I'm not, you, well, it sounds like you're not happy that they didn't for do me, that. It's funny because the first thing I came out here was like, that was way too George Lucas for me. I, I felt, no, I just felt like that the respect they paid for the characters that I loved when I grew up is just not there. And that's why it's a disappointment for me. The, the way they treated their new characters, you can... Take it whatever you want about like Finn uh, and and how he had oh. zero point in this entire movie. Uh, Poe, who uh, basically had some takes down the whole Rebel Alliance himself. Yeah, uh, and then <laughs> and then you know and I thought Ray was fine. Obviously, Ray was great. Uh, I and, liked Ray and yeah, Kylo. Yeah, yeah, and Kylo was correct. actually better than I expected. I will say that I really actually liked Kylo Ren in this movie. Um, but whatever. I mean, say what you say about those. I it still did not treat. And we, my yeah, we have a whole spoiler cast yeah, too. You guys my previous listen. characters, and I said that on that, and and that I still stand by that. So that that's why this is my most disappointing movie of 2017. Um, Tony, you you want to go next? Um, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I didn't see that many movies this year. I think this is probably one of the years I've I didn't see as many movies as usual, sure. and even stuff like I would go watch just because friends invited me out or something like, yeah. you know, some yeah. of us was like, Oh, let's go see this. Uh, and I, I know you guys are going to roll your eyes at this, but 
Uh, it had to be Justice League. Um, I'm not. I'm it was not one shocked, of those things, but I'm not saying. Yeah, that, I mean, it yeah. was. Yeah, it was worse than. So it was worse than what you were expecting. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But okay. not wow. worse in a quality aspect, but just worse in they had so many, they had so much opportunity oh, to box course office aspect. <laughs> no, 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 they had they had so much opportunity to course correct after. The negative reaction from Man of Steel, the negative reaction from BBS, negative reaction, at least critical, from Suicide Squad. They had the positive momentum going from Wonder Woman, and you know they even had the opportunity with Whedon to do reshoots um, and massage it to be a better movie. And it was just, again, it was mo- mostly boring. Like I'm not saying it's bad. It's not the worst movie uh, in the DECU, but it's just... No, I think, though, I actually think that the studio got a little too involved once, like, yeah, Snyder... obviously did. Oh, absolutely, 100%. Once Snyder and left that's... and, like, Whedon came in, like, I don't think they gave Whedon any opportunity to do what he really wanted to do. It's possible. Because, like, they were talking about it after. Like, that opening sequence with Batman was not supposed to play out that way. And they had to edit it so it was more light because oh, it was supposed yeah. to be much more darker. I didn't hear about that, really. Sure. And I thought I heard that Whedon actually wanted it to be funnier than it was, and that's how... And well, if it was he in any case, gave it was... up on it because it ended up semi-serious. Yeah. yeah. In any case, well, all I know is the actor that that that's hang, is hanging off the side is talking about it. Is like how he's like this. He got a gift from Whedon saying, "Sorry, like some, some battles you can't win." Wow. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because so... it was so weird. I mean, just remembering it because uh, I'm, we're going through the sequence, and you know, Batman's beating him the fuck up for a bit. Is you know, okay? Got it. But then you see the parademon out of nowhere, and then Batman, you know, looks at his yeah. whatever and goes, "Oh, you know, blah blah blah." You know, it smells fear. Uh, you know, takes it out, one shots it, whatever, and then the guy even goes, "You know, what what was that or something?" And Batman just leaves. So it's like, well, wait, was that guy a criminal? Or were, you, were you just planning? Like, was this yeah, was this know. a part That's, of some master plan? I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Or did you just like never... he was a criminal because he was stealing right. something from that house? So it's like all he wanted was the guy's fear. That's yeah. all he wanted. He didn't want to yeah. capture. Go ahead, keep the stuff, man. Keep the stuff. You're good. <laughs> I will say that it does kind of remind me a little bit though of um how like you know Batman once he's like single minded. It reminded me a little bit of Keaton's Batman when he's like gets shot on the shoulder when the Joker first reveals himself and that, that like madness on like, I guess the courthouse steps where he's just looking out there, something like shoots him. He doesn't even pay attention. That kind of reminded me of that. So to me, like, especially with that music, I'm like, all right, this is kind of a little Burton-y sort of campy Batman, just an inch of camp. That's sort of how I viewed that. So I didn't mind it that much, but I was confused about where that guy was going. Yeah, for sure. So (laughs) didn't he change rooftops by the way? How'd that guy keep up with him? I, I, I don't know, but <laughs> whatever. I mean, I don't want to gripe on the particulars in the movie, but yeah. basically, um, you know, I I really do like this character. As much as I should talk the DCEU, I love Justice League. I mean, I would easily Justice say League that... Limited and Justice right, League. Right, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, yeah. Unlimited are the best yeah. comic book representation in animated form. They oh, yeah. clearly, yeah. so far, had a Marvel. Uh, and I mean, I had more knowledge of Justice League characters than I did Avengers before 2012. Um, mm-hmm. You know, especially the ones that they yeah they start with in Marvel, like exactly. Iron Man. <laughs> right, they had the whole thing. Um, so just seeing that, me personally, it's like there was no moment um, where I'm like, yeah. yeah, these are my you know these are some of the characters I love together. Um, 
Yeah, it wasn't that spinning camera moment for you. Yeah, no, it is. They didn't have a money shot. There's no money shot in that. The money shot was Superman and Splash and like them dating up each other. Yeah, that was that was the best like actual Justice League moment moment. where they're all together. (laughs) Right, Um, but you know this one just firmly submitted to me that reboots need to happen. Absolutely, one hundred percent in some way, shape, or form. Something's got to change. All right, Mike. Star Wars was my favorite. <laughs> so we, we agreed on that. Um, I just, again, I, I'm not, I don't like the dire- direction that it's going, and I don't like that anything interesting about the new characters that was presented in the first movie is now lessened or just pivoted in a way that makes it less interesting to me. So you, you that's, didn't like that's the family really... ties. The not lack of family that. ties. The lack of family ties, yeah. Like, yes, I told although, you again, when we that, did that, that I that believe could, when we did that spoiler cast, I was all about her parents being nobody. They didn't have why is it why does everybody have to have a parent in this universe? So right, like people are coming out saying Finn's dad's gotta be like well, Lando yeah, and No, because it's that. different because she's just like, Oh, I never met my parents, they just dropped me off here or I don't remember them. That's already planning the seed. About, That's why that whole this, thing started. In this, and uh, then, like, in this just situation, like, who are you? And then she literally looks for her parents in a hole no. and finds nothing i will defend this situation here it, this movie in this situation because this that was the purpose of this movie was to show that you can be anybody and still be a hero and she made it up her mind like in her mind her she wanted her parents to be something more because she yeah. was a nobody and i understand that's that but that's point not that interesting Here's the thing. I mean, I just I rewatched The Force Awakens to just see. Okay, you know, let me let me try to see it from your guys' point of view. There's a scene with Ray and Maz where she literally tells Ray, "Look, honey, I'm sorry, but you gotta know if you search your feelings, those people that you're waiting for aren't coming back." She literally oh, said that to cool. Ray. Cool. Flat out. Yeah, because and Ray was just running away from the truth. She's like, "I'm never touching that lightsaber again." Blah 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 blah. Yeah. All right. But she does. Yeah. So, right. difficult yeah. situations call for difficult. Yeah. All right. What do we got next? It was just disappointing. Yeah. Surprise! Biggest surprise of 2017, Corey. My biggest surprise uh, is Blade Runner 2049. Wow. I, I watch this. did not like Blade Runner, the original. It's very slow because, and yeah, very old. Well, because as a kid, you're not expecting a like deep introspective on humanity and what it means to be a human. So I did not expect that from that movie going in. And so I didn't like it. I do think watching this movie, I will enjoy that movie much more now because of where I am in my life, just life experience in general. Yeah. But for me, this movie is fantastic. It's like got, it checks every box as far as like um, storytelling, uh, character progression, uh, using the using the um, previous film uh, in interesting ways, uh, giving you a little bit of a twist, which kind of see coming, but it's still like it's still there. The scenes, the scenery, like the sets, like the direction of the art direction, rather um, fantastic. The world they've built is just amazing, and it's just a, a thrill to watch. So yeah. that's my big surprise, and it's gonna come back up as well later oh. on. Cool. Okay, all right. Mine uh, biggest surprise is Logan. Um, I, because I, yeah, I make fun of those movies quite often and, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie quite a bit. In fact, it was almost in my top three. It, like my top three was tough this year. Like even just the order, uh, and then like just even like getting it down to three. Cause that was like three, four for me. Um, 
and it, yeah, it just didn't make the list, but it it was really good, and and it is worth watching. Mm. Uh, it, it is it is the best of the X Men films, I believe. I, I I really do, I really do believe that. So, um, my that was my biggest surprise. Uh, Tony, cool. Uh, biggest surprise <laughs> is the Last Jedi, actually, because okay. um, you <laughs> were probably the least this is coming down. up all over Not the place. Yeah, I was, I was definitely the least down on it, uh, and you know, I was thinking of it because you know, again, I was listening to uh, the, our other year of 2015 to kind of you know like where were we back then and what were we thinking and what were we talking about and discussing and, and whatnot and i mean i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that i mean i consider myself a star wars fan but i'm not like the biggest star wars fan and quite honestly i mean despite all the uh rare gems in the rough you know so to speak diamond in the rough that you will get occasionally from external additional media the legends whatever yeah, th- th- those exist, and they're fun, and you have the games and stuff, which can be fun. Um, the actual stuff that is canon and whatnot, I-, I think it actually detracts from the universe that Lucas built, you know, back in the original trilogy. Uh, even the prequel trilogy, I felt like it just was a stain on, you know, what, w- what was done. I mean, with midichlorians and uh, Anakin Skywalker being so poorly represented in the Plagueis um, <laughs> book is really funny because that's a, it's a fantastic book, but they go heavy on Eddie Clorian in that Plagueis book. Uh, it's it's, so it's, it's all funny to me, though, because I feel like this movie brings that back. This is like, oh, Midichlorians could probably be a thing again. And, oh, uh, Kylo Ren is just Anakin 2.0. Some, I don't someone, agree with that at all. Someone with parental issues. Oh, just I think whiny that kid Adam Driver is a way better strongest. actor. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, we do have the that. performance. Adam Driver is a way better actor yeah. than uh, they just—they just, they just have a similar feel to me. Well, I mean, I can understand the, on a family. superficial level, sure. Well, he's but, trying to emulate I mean, Darth Vader, Mike. I know, but he's not trying to emulate the whole like pubescent, like tantrum aspect of him. But he did. <laughs> I don't think it's pubescent tantrum. To, uh, to me, at least. No, I, I mean, so if we want to uh, quickly analyze this on uh, uh briefly so anakin skywalker turned to the dark side because he was a little whiny bitch he couldn't publicly <laughs> love uh padme uh he got sad that his uh, mom died which even brings the question why i mean the jedi order why didn't they fucking just buy her and keep her safe on some it's planet kind of I mean, funny just, though um, you know, so, sorry, just to interject here, but okay. the Revenge of the Sith novelization is fantastic yeah. and is really See, you good. Stop. You got to stop because I, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about. I know. That. I'm not saying you, <laughs> but it's part of the universe. I'm just saying because of the act. Because I think if you got better actors, the Revenge of the Sith would have been such a better movie. Because uh, Hayden Christian is the worst. Like, no, I'm not. De- I'm not defending that. Him. Really I'm not puts defending it down. Him. I think it's actually a good movie and. Um, but if it's you read the best the book, of the prequel trilogy, but sure, I mean, but like, the book gives it a lot more context, and actually, there's context in Plagueis' book too, is why the Jedi do what they do and not. Like, yeah, but anyway, I'm just saying that the arc for Anakin goes from oh, oh some kid that gets, you know, oh this is pod racing, blah blah blah, to you know, oh uh, I'm in love with you, and you know this that and the other thing, and oh, I hate sand, and you know I killed them, <laughs> I, I killed sand. them all, blah blah blah. It, it, that's what is it? that's super just emo for clones, man. For no reason. Fucking movie. Kylo, at least you know. Again, we didn't see him growing up, but um, I'm sure there. You know, there's 
you could fill in the gaps. And I'm sure that the, ex- the new extended universe will eventually do this to, to paint that, you know, Kylo Ren or Ben, whatever you want to refer to him by, had to live uh, in the shadow of both both of his parents. I mean, y- your, your dad is Hansel and your mom is, you know, Leia. So, you know, that's one thing. You go to train with your uncle to be uh, a fucking Jedi. And because, you know, he's not even skilled at that. He has no experience. Um, you wake up in the middle of the night to him pulling a lightsaber out on you. I mean, I don't know how you personally would feel, but I think I would be a little angry and resentful and hateful because of something like that. But, you know, that's just me. And that turns him to the dark side. Um, you know, and he's just trying to fill the, the shoes of Darth Vader in The Force Awakens. And in this one, he casts away. He goes, yeah, why am I trying to imitate Darth Vader? Fuck that. You know, fuck Luke and fuck Snoke. He wants to be his own man. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to enjoy that you don't have to like it you don't have to appreciate it but that's that's way different than anakin skywalker it just it still just feels like sort of like a kid issue that sort of manifests into this power i think he grows out of that though in this movie i think that's by the end of this movie he's yeah that's his goal is to kind of be his own person right but anyway like a kid issue but all right (laughs) so anyway the, the the reason it's my surprise is because i did not expect them to do something that is so polarizing with this because you know it's AIDS Disney, you know, The Force Awakens was the biggest, you know, box office oh, smash, yeah. Yeah. you know, for, uh, you know, biggest opening and all that stuff. Um, all they had to do is, you know, play it safe, you know, do the copy same. Copy Empire. Yeah. Right, copy Empire and just collect their check, collect their money. C to V, man. <laughs> just that and the other thing. But really, they just, you know, they, they let Ryan John, Ryan, Ryan, it is Ryan, whatever, whatever his name is. Do his thing. The He's like, hey, I want to do this really controversial thing. Uh, thing. What, what is the really controversial thing, though? That what's so? I mean, because the thing that I dislike the thing that I dislike the most about it is the thing I predicted that they would probably do. I'm like, oh, they're doing this. That's great. And one by one by one, I'm like, all right, that's cool. Right. Well, I don't find that like some big controversial thing. The first movie kind of did a similar thing, which uh, we all knew. You guys, we have a whole spoiler yeah. cast on this movie. <laughs> yeah, maybe you maybe you don't find it controversial, but you don't have yeah. to go far on the internet to, that's, that's, you know. Uh, keep but anyway, going. this literally just wipes the slate, helps wipe the slate clean for the future of the Star Wars franchise. But they're, because not, they're not going forward. There's one movie. There's one movie. Daisy Ridley <laughs> said that no, this is no, all she knows mind. she's gonna do. No, we don't. We don't need to get into this on this. <laughs> one movie. Podcast. That's the future. Great. It's no. It's beyond that. There's three not, new not ones. Necessarily we don't know where they're gonna fall yet. There's a new tri- exactly. It's going to be a new trilogy. It's probably going to be new characters, and that's beautiful because then we don't have to be tied to these fucking old characters anymore. Then who cares? Right, but that's they could have done that without <laughs> doing the Might as well watch the Guardians of the, of the Galaxy. They could have just done this a hundred years in the future it. without these characters. Right, they could, but then people would have been like, "Oh, well, whatever happened to Luke? Whatever well, happened to Luke?" They could have left that up to the books and let that be a mythology for Luke, the legend of Luke Skywalker. <laughs> so, all right, uh, Mike, surprise. Uh, my biggest surprise is something totally different: uh, the disaster artist. Um, again, you got. I didn't. I'm mostly surprised because I didn't know this movie was going to happen. Um, this year, I just discovered the room and like all the cult phenomenon around it and the movie is from 2003 2004 it's an old movie but it's james franco just won a golden globe for this yeah i know you won a golden globe for it that surprises me what's (laughs) funny is that it just surprised me that this movie exists and that it actually turned out really good the movie based on the worst movie 
that's ever. Uh, considered the worst performance ever in a film and him acting as the worst performance ever in a film actually won him the best performance in a film in the Golden Globe, which is that hilarious. is pretty funny. And but ever since I got into this, uh, I've actually like now I've kind of watched. Actually, I did watch another movie, but <laughs> I might save it as a, a bet payoff for someone because I'm I'm getting into sort of like this like you know so bad it's good like cinema stuff now. Um, so uh, oh boy, I'm gonna watch those Jim could be in, then. Jim could be in trouble. Um, hey, RoboCop one and two are fine, but um, no, yeah, it oh, was, was a big three? surprise I it was two to and me. Three. Oh, okay. One and two is fine. But two no, is okay. I, <laughs> I was pretty happy to to learn that this movie was going to exist the same year after I discovered this thing. After it's been around for like ten years, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm just surprised it turned out so well, and that it actually got <laughs> mainstream like awards recognition too, because it this movie is mostly a comedy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So um, I was happy about that, and and honestly, I'm happy for Tommy Wiseau too. Even though he's like the guy who like supposedly made the dumbest movie ever created, I love it, and I can't help but like the guy. It's it's very interesting about this guy. Like once you see him, you just sort of like want to learn more about him and like see him in more things. Even though he clearly has very little grip on like what he should be doing at all times, <laughs> it, it's really an interesting thing, and that's why it's my biggest surprise this year. Cool. It's funny. Uh, he was up there with James Franco, and he went to go talk, talk on the mic, and James Franco goes, no. Like, get no, back. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now we're going to move into our best movies of 2017. Uh, we're going to start with top th- your number three. Corey, what's your number three? That was tough. Um, I was weighing between one and two of these movies, and I, I'm going to say Spider-Man. Ooh. Is my number three? Yeah. Is that or John Wick? But um, Spider Man. So. I think Spider Man. Sony finally like saw the light of day and realized they could make more money by <laughs> joining forces <laughs> and getting rid of that stupid ass Amazing Spider Man shit. Because the first one was fine, but it wasn't good by yeah. any means. It was yeah. just fine. The second one was just a shit show and was god awful. And I was uh, excited. I mean. I mean, for me, Emma Stone is the best Gwen Stacy ever, and she <laughs> I'd watch Amazing Spider-Man any day just because she's in it. And uh, It's really it's almost a shame I can't recast her. Anymore. I know, she's <laughs> so sad. But um, I'm so happy with what they did with the uh, casting in this, making him a kid. Like I was super excited to see him in high school, uh, having web shooters being that kind of like smart, scientific hey. uh, Peter Parker. And I, I want to see more of that from this character I liked him being more than I expected for being a kid remember we had this conversation a yeah, while absolutely. back so. <laughs> and I, I like the dynamic where um, with the other Avenger Marvel characters that they have where you know he is a fanboy and, and it's like him like dealing with that and as far as villains go Homecoming had one of the best villains Marvel's ever That's... put on screen and one of the best, like, oh shit, moments where like everybody in the theater just goes, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. with that yeah. reveal. So um, yeah, uh, number three. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I would say that for because that, that was my number three. So I'll just, I'll just go okay, so good. we don't yeah, have yeah, to yeah. come back to. Um, I mean, it was just fan, you know, uh, amazing. I was gonna, I'm gonna say fantastic, but that's not one of the spectacular. 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 Yeah. Spectacular. Not this again. Not superior <laughs> though. Fuck that. Yeah. Nah. That's superior. Too weird. Uh, that's cringeworthy. Weird. Yeah. But um, I mean, you know, we 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 saw a, a ray of hope with uh, 
Tom Holland's uh, performance in Civil War, where it's like, okay, interesting. Uh, there's just enough there to be for most, you know, I, Jim, I remember you're like, I can't say that yet. It's it is too late. It you was. Know, blah, blah, blah. It was. I, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not. I was just <laughs> mentioning. But I, I saw the potential there. I was like, nah, this this kid, he's got heart. That's really what it is. He's he got heart. The because you know what? That and that's did, the thing. Is, did anybody um, see him like playing golf in his Spider-Man costume? He no. was playing. He's playing golf, and he was hitting. He was teeing off in a Spider-Man costume. No, but he, he does love he loves playing Spider-Man. Yeah. He he. I think he did a couple like charity things in the suit and yeah, you know whatnot. And, and he looks well, the part. Like he he just looks the part. Andrew um, Garfield did not like. Another thing with that one is they promise like they tease like this is going to be a different Spider-Man, and then you got the same exact Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Whereas this one, you know, they uh, there's new potential there because you know we're we're going to high school. It's not where he gets his powers and graduates you know they didn't do the origin you know i mean I, I just i don't understand people who want to see the origin again i mean okay gets bit by a spider uh uncle ben dies we get it we know this you don't have to do this i mean the only other origin that is as i don't know quintess, uh, quintessential or iconic is bruce wayne you know and his parents but they force that in every single iteration you know, uh, even BBS, it's like, really? You have to do this? Um, so whatever. Uh, I'm glad they didn't do it. They didn't touch it. You know, they, they barely just even mention it. it. Yeah, they just right. mentioned it. They like... barely mention it. Uh, you know, I'm sure they'll retread it. But, you know, interesting stuff happens. He has a, a great character arc where, you know, he's a typical teenager. He wants to, to go out there, uh, do some good, you know, get something that's probably above his, you know, head right now. Um, but, you know, the adults the grown-ups are telling them yo sl- slow your roll just you know be a friendly neighborhood spider-man for a bit um it gets into hijinks and stuff so uh great job um you know it if i didn't have high expectations from civil war i would have said this is my surprise because even though marvel had collaboration in it it's still sony um yeah, yeah. right you know and they made like you know two really good ones one okay one and two bad ones so it's yeah. like their track records 50-50 at, you know, at best. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to Homecoming 2 or the sequel, whatever you want to call Same it. Same here. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, it was my third movie, too. Jesus. <laughs> Homecoming. <laughs> um, yeah. I, did, I probably had a little, few more issues <laughs> with it than everyone else did. But in the end, um, it mostly won me over just because, well, I like the character of Spider-Man no matter what. Probably there is... A, a bias to the things I do. Like I rather watch like certain characters take a shit than other ones doing something awesome just because of the character. <laughs> um, that's just how it is. Um, because I just find them more interesting. And Spider-Man's up there for me. So um, even though he's a little younger than I like, and it's not an origin, but it kind of is still an origin about how he like comes on the scene. Right. It's the origin um, of his super of him being a superhero, not persona. an origin of him being a persona. A power. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like. Um, but, uh, I mean, it was a good mix of, like, drama. There was that twist that when you see it, you're like, oh, why didn't I see this coming? Yeah. <laughs> but it, you don't normally. And, um, you know, it was funny and action-packed, but, like, serious enough where you didn't discount everything that happened on screen, unlike certain other movies that I have problems with this oh. year. Um, <laughs> so it's number three on my list. I, I didn't watch a whole lot of movies this year, but I did like it more than I expected to. Yeah, I watched, so that's why it's there. I watched a bunch, and the controversial movie that we were just mentioning is my number three, The Last Jedi. Um, <laughs> uh, the movies that I placed above this, uh, actually, you Sorry. guys, I mean, uh, I, I don't want to give away my number two yet, but 
You guys may have given away my number two. Um, so, uh, but the, t- the top movie on my list may surprise you all. So, uh, but I can say that right now that um, The Last Jedi was number three. And I just, I think the other two movies for me um, were just more enjoyable. Well, why don't you go with number two then? Jim? Well, we'll number two for me you. was Spider-Man. Okay. Because yeah, I mean, ultimately, no, we don't have to come back to. Ultimately, I was like that villain was so awesome. Like I thought mm-hmm. Michael Keaton was amazing as as the Vulture, and that twist was just holy shit. And that when I sat down making this list, I'm like, yeah, I, I really enjoyed enjoyed that movie. And it's Spider Man, who's like one of my favorite superheroes. And you know this, and I was worried, obviously, I think quite a bit about him being kid again and in high school and and <laughs> all of that got put put to rest pretty quickly in this movie and i knew he was like the, the best on-screen spider-man that i've seen mm. uh and yeah yeah i can make the statement but the last Jedi was number three for me because of the fact that um i thought spider-man was better and the one i have atop was surprising like really okay. i really enjoyed that movie uh so but i have to say like the the dynamic between peter parker and tony stark yeah. is really well done as, as well. Had, I think they really had really good. Um, Mr. Tomei is Aunt May is, is, is <sighs> nice also. I thought they wasted her character. I thought that she could have been a little stronger character in this movie. No, she like, was. They she always was wasted her because she wasn't on screen. They just yeah. like, oh, the, what changed? On a bit. <laughs> she was just eye candy, really, which is kind of yeah. weird. But that, that's that what made it was a new. It's a new take on Aunt May for sure, which is what makes it novel. Kind of like the uh, ultimate. Um, yeah, they're going for a bit more. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, with the way that this movie ended, you can definitely tell, I, I at least I expect her to have a bigger role in the sequel. Yeah, I think so. I like all that ending, too. Yeah. So ultimately, <laughs> yeah. The Last Jedi for me, then Spider-Man. Uh, Corey, what's your number two? So hold, hold on, hold on. Why? I want to hear your reasoning for why The Last Jedi is your number three, for how much you... Because it, it's it's it is a good movie. I've watched it a second why time. Why is it a good movie? Well, Why when you watch it a second time and your expectations are gone for certain things that you love, for certain characters, uh, you can watch it and enjoy what they actually made as a movie. And he made a new movie. He made a new Star Wars movie. He did what you said, uh, Tony. I mean, he made he made a new Star Wars movie, in my mind. Now, Corey got a George Lucas vibe from this. I didn't get that in this movie. Um, it did have inspiration, but you have to. It's it. This He's the creator of this universe. I mean... You have to give pay homage to to him in this, so you're going to have a little bit. But I'm happy they didn't make Empire Strikes Back. That was like the biggest thing for me. And and when you rewatch the movie again, uh, while there are certain aspects of the movie I didn't like, the action sequences were fantastic. Uh, I thought the the like the cinem- cinematography was amazing in this movie. If you watch that, it's amazing. We had mm-hmm. some very cool like uh, space moments actually with yep. hi- hyperdrive destruction uh yeah, and uh, light speed the light fight speed, sequence was amazing yeah, yeah uh, so throne room it, it's still funny to me forward. how one of the things that i actually do like about this movie everyone is hating on like so much yeah i like that scene very small i mean i guess it kind of looked a little strange but Stinky? just that it was there i liked it I'm sorry. I like that. That you happened to, like that. You don't have to apologize. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, like, I mean, like I said, I I love the fact that they're exploring her having force powers. You know, um, I just I thought it was weird. Um, I don't know if there was a way they could have done it without it being weird. It just I don't know. I, mm. I was I like head the scratching fact in the theater. The, uh, I was like, I, like I agree that this has the best action in any yeah. of the Star Wars movies. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I could have used a little more lightsaber, lightsaber battles. Battle. Yeah, I could have used more <laughs> lightsaber, but lightsaber on lightsaber, which I don't think there was a single moment in this movie. No. Nope. Uh, and uh, but like the subtle things, like even like Luke Skywalker's moment in this movie is excellent. And no, really I, I honestly, I really like that. I just didn't like what yeah. followed immediately. Yeah. 
given what's funny though we were all in before. the same area score wise but yeah. it's just like the approach of what we it's just the, the way that they approach it just the direction they came at it is for us each of us is what's different uh mm-hmm. so yeah the number three Corey, what's your number two uh my number two is logan ah wow uh, i was really contemplating like but and maybe just because it's newer in my mind but my number one i watched more recently but logan i really loved the way that they ended that story uh, I like that they set it so far apart from the other X-Men movies as far as, like, it being in the future. They you kind of get a glimpse of what happened to them. Like, where are the X-Men? Like, oh, well, this is what happened to them. And I love the um, the I, the girl, um, X-23. X-23, yeah. What's, uh, whatever her name is. I, I loved uh, her interaction Laura. with – Laura, thank you – with um, – Logan, and also I love Logan's interaction with um, Xavier. I think they uh, played a great, uh, they played great off of each other, uh, and it was more of a character story as far as these characters and where they are in their lives and where they're trying to go. And then, obviously, like you're saying, passing on the torch, and there's definitely some similarities to <laughs> other movies. Yeah. As far as like, little dip again, seventeen years of these characters <laughs> nonstop almost is a little different than waiting for sure. 40 no, absolutely. Years. I mean, we've seen a lot. Like <laughs> Wolverine's done a lot in his career that we've got to see, so there is a different um, approach to this because yeah. of that. But as far as what this movie's done, uh, I do appreciate the the story that they went out with uh, with him not being like a typical PG thirteen CGI fest with with him doing stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Samurai, <laughs> yeah, one shit. <laughs> one thing I did forget to mention was I did love um, Laura or X twenty three in this. I, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. her casting was, her was amazing. Her performance was especially since she doesn't great. talk half the movie, and yeah. it's like wow, she's like just like her um, expressions really tell it, her, everything. Yeah, seen. it did. Uh, and the part where I really bought into it was you know in near the beginning when she is in the one house or shack or whatever you want to call it, and she's eating cereal. Girl. And, and she she's about turns. to go down, and she, and she even go like she's eating, and she sees it in the camera, and she just gives this look, not to anybody in particular, but she has this expression on her face, like, oh, I know what's gonna happen here, yeah, cornflakes in the back, and then like she even like just like looks, she's still eating the cereal and looks at the guy, and she's like, sorry, man, <laughs> <laughs> like you don't want to do this, <laughs> it's not gonna I go the way like, you think um, it is. Donald or what's his, whatever his name is, um, the character. He's like, no, no. Like she comes out and it's like, then you see the claws and it's like game over. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah she was All right. great. All right, uh, Tony, what's your number two? Uh, mine was Guardians of the Galaxy two. Oh, nice. Um, okay. Just because, again, listening to our previous years, I I even went back to I think twenty fourteen when uh, I feel Guardians. Like I think Guardians one was my movie of the year that year. Um, but yeah, I mean this one. I'm sorry, what did you say, Corey? I liked this movie a lot more the second time I watched it, and yeah. it hit me a lot harder. Like, I teared up at parts because yeah. just being a father and just, like, watching this movie, it, like, just being able to watch it again and kind of enjoy what's actually happening as far as storytelling goes and not just, like, the spectacle of everything and, like, expectations yep. being in the way. The second time I watched it, I was like, wow, this is a really good, yeah. good movie. And, you know, that's ex- you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, on a superficial level, you sure, you got, you know, uh, you got more of the Marvel Star Wars-esque uh, spectacle and, you know, space opera-ish words, you know, these interesting, funny, powerful, whatever characters, you know, an ensemble, ragtag crew against the universe or galaxy, whatever you want to call it, um, put it against, you know, impossible odds, this and the other thing. 
you know, and just getting into trouble and how are they reacting. But, you know, when you dig deeper, um, you know, you have these wonderful character interactions um, on multiple levels between, you know, not just character one and character two and then character three and character four. I mean, there's some of that, but like it's a character to character to character, like a triangle almost, you know, with some of them and just that the way that they're developing, you know, it makes me invest in them because I remember saying back in 2014, right, when the first movie came out, I didn't know who these characters were. I mean, I knew, I think, Rocket because he was in Marvel's Capcom 3 or whatever. Um, but I didn't care about them. It's like, okay, these guys are, you know... Star-Lord? Star-Lord, Star- Star- yeah, man. whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit. And, you know, broke yeah, two movies... Like Captain America, get out of here. <laughs> right, through two movies, they made me care about, you know, almost okay. all of them. And really, like, when you think about it or examine them, they're, I mean, they're, they're each kind of tragic in, in a way, um, in different ways, too, you know. Uh, Star-Lord has uh, his issues with his mom's passing and, you know, his abandonment from his father. Gr- um, not Gr- uh, Gamora. Uh, thinking of Grown as a, <laughs> an orc from World of Warcraft who's also <laughs> green and female, so it's like, wait, okay, another G character. Um, Gamora, you know. movies. Right, with, with, <laughs> Later. with Thanos and, you know, um, her sister Nebula. Drax and his family, like, you know, you go on and, you know, Rocket and stuff like that. And I, I just love how these characters, you know, are assholes to each other, and but they, they, they care about each other. Whereas my vision of, like, a more modern realistic version of a family where you know, maybe not all things are perfect all the time and stuff like that, but um, yeah, uh, the story beats, the characters were awesome, the ending, just how they made certain characters play out was just... Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, Mike? Uh, my number two movie actually is Disaster Artist. Oh, um, yeah, I did watch it, and it actually was like that good. It, like he got a Golden Globe for it, so there's got to be something to it. But um, it is funny, and obviously, getting the references from the room is a big part of it, and it's enjoyable. But it's also uh, a movie that's kind of about like you know dreams and goals and friendships and how even if you do something like wrong or things don't go the way you think, like you can still get, like, exactly what you want out of it. And I like that message, kind of, like, hmm. if you, like, things don't say go the way on. you want. Say that again? <laughs> things don't go the way you want. You want? Yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm, I'm legitimately asking <laughs> you what you said. <laughs> things don't go the way you want. You can still get something good out of it or enjoy what happens after it. That's I what like I'm saying about, thought. if you watch The Last Jedi a second time, Mike... <laughs> Uh, I, think get, I, I wasn't think trying to that. bring it up. I think, I I'll bring be it up because I have that feeling. Like I'm like I watched it a second time and I'm happy I did. Very happy I did. I really this like this, the last Jedi coming up so much right now. It's like what? It's really Logan, irking me. At the Logan's moment. been coming up a lot, by the way, too, for this whole podcast. This has been a big, heavy Logan <laughs> podcast. So, oh. but yeah, I mean, that's cool though. I mean, I'm sorry. Really quick, this is the last thing I swear I will say about Star Wars. I feel like. The way you guys are reacting to this is the way I reacted to the Mass Effect Three ending. It's just in reverse. I, I feel oh, like wait, this I, is exactly one hundred percent three. Which, which uh, I mean, everyone reacted to the ending. I, guess that was bad. I, I, I know. <laughs> so, but yeah. All right. Um, anything more to add, Mike? Um, no. I mean, I mean, just watch it if you're like a mm-hmm. fan of like trying to learn. Well, if you're a fan of James Franco, if you've heard of The Room, or if you want to see like the Hollywood process in a funnier way. Okay. See, that that's actually something that kept me away from the movie because I don't really care for James Frank. I mean, he's hit or miss for me. Um, you know, so real life. You can, you can <laughs> almost forget that it's him watching this movie. Yeah, but 
I mean, do you have to watch The Room to understand what the movie is about? Because that's what I, I didn't get. I because heard no, you, do you don't have to, to but it would make it a lot funnier, I would say maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe you should watch it after you watch The Disaster Artist I mean, to see, like, you, that, you can get do that, that take. Mm, okay. Because right. I think um, I, except yeah. I know somebody who watched The Disaster Artist and didn't watch The Room, didn't even know The Room was. They just watched the movie and they, they really like it because they like documentary type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they thought this would be an interesting thing because they heard spout of some like some making of some movie or something. But uh, they said it was really good, um, and they didn't even know what like, the room was. So. All right. Interesting. All right, Corey, your number one movie of 2017. Number one movie 2017 is Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, I really. Fantastic when you made that film. statement last week, I'm like, I think it is movie of the year for you, but I. I didn't watch it. I couldn't watch it. I'm sorry. They don't even have it for rent right now. Yeah, I talked a little bit about it as my surprise. Um, and I just uh, to expand a little bit more. I think the characters that they bring back, or character, basically, they bring back in Harrison Ford, makes a lot of sense. And they do a great job with it. And he does a fantastic job performing as that character. And they still kind of leave it open-ended as to some things, mysteries that were in the first one. Um, and... The just the the way that movie shot, I, I, I'm st- shocked. I would be shocked if this guy doesn't get a. I would not shock, but I, he deserves a di- director like nod in the Oscars. Just like get some Cat recognition. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Just because uh, I think is what, what he's done is amazing, and the fact that he's taken a property that is beloved as much as Blade Runner is, and actually made something in that universe that's worth watching, and not just some cash in on the name. Uh, is is a great achievement there yeah. as well. Cool. Uh, my number one is going to surprise you all because uh, I will say right now that Wonder Woman did not make my list. Uh, ultimately, because of the thank you. Ultimately, because uh, <laughs> when I sat down and started putting these movies together, the villain didn't cut it in thank that you. movie. So I was I was actually worried that you would put Wonder Woman <laughs> number one. And I'm like, it's not. It's fine, but it's not that good. No. See, I mean, I, if you did, I mean, I wasn't gonna. It's your personal list. It yeah, doesn't matter right. to me. Right. It's, it's, not, it's our way, favorite. Not like right. it's a, yeah, right. It's a good movie. Is it the way you talked about it, and then the fact that you, you and I, I think, agree on this the most in that how uh, the villain really makes the character or the it movie does. or whatnot. It does. So, and then the yeah, villain just being so sure weak in this sure. one is just like, really, you're gonna say this is your number one of all like this year, like no. whatever. But it's just you know, so, I thought, like, going go to your own ru- you know, quote unquote rules. Yeah, uh, my, and stuff, so my number just, one movie I think has a fantastic villain, uh, and I was I I really enjoyed watching this movie in the theater. I watched it again with my brother recently. Uh, it was Split. Oh, Split. Okay, split. I thought you were gonna say Coco. M Night Shyamalan Split. Mm, That's right. M Night Shyamalan Bill, makes um, a Glass top just movie of the year for me. Filming? Glass just finished. Yeah. Um, so. That's his next anyway. one. That's his next movie he's coming out with. But if you haven't seen Split, you guys should watch it. I I, I love is, my brother. What's it about? It's about this guy who. It's about split personality. Charles Xavier. Um, split personality. It's so it's it's basically about like how somebody can become somebody completely different, and they're the same person, but their you know physique could even change, strength, uh, mind over matter, mind over matter kind of thing. And it's uh, it was really cool. Like he kidnaps a bunch of uh, girls and trying to that's do cool. Strange ritual, uh, with this, and it's like a get out of. Uh, it's like a get out, like a escape, escape movie. So the girls are trying okay. to break out of this the whole time. Oh, um, wait. Get Out was this year, wasn't it? That was, was this year. It was, no, it was this year. Ooh. That's why, Ooh. yeah. Okay. I'm shocked it didn't make anything yeah. for... If it wouldn't make anything for you, but... I really liked it, but just not top three material. But yeah, I, I really liked it. I would honorable mention. I would, but... I would honestly 
recommend watching it. Plus, uh, I, I got I'm trying to keep. If you, you guys haven't seen it, any of you, right? Have not seen it, right? Does anybody know the, the twist in this was. movie? No, you do. Not really. Well, I think yeah. I mean, it's it's really good. Uh, and if you're a fan of M Night Shyamalan, yeah, then you should watch this movie. Yes, yes, you should yeah. watch this movie. It's a it's a which M Night because I mean that guy early ruined M. early M Night early M Night Shyamalan. You should watch. I don't know. I don't know, man. When when certain things. So this is harkens back to his first next time you, films. Next time you want to bet against me, Jim, which I don't know when it's going to be. Maybe with Avengers four, you know, maybe. But this is a good uh, movie. You give it. It's my movie of the year. I'm not going to make you watch. I'm it. not saying it's bad, but like I'm not going to go out of my way of my own free will. Like, are you going to watch this movie then? Me? Yeah. Like, do you guys I mind mean, if I spoil the it? Prop. Do you mind this if I spoil no it? You know no, what? Here's the thing. I never even watched the like the. I, yeah, I know I that. The, I know that this spoiler has to do with it somehow tying into like Unbreakable, which I've never seen. So when when uh-huh. this movie, uh, towards the end of this movie, like you're watching this uh, all unfold, uh, and the music starts uh, from Unbreakable comes on, and I I was in the theater when that happened, and I was just like. Oh, and I had no idea that that was the twist of this movie. Uh, and I'm like, oh, is that Unbreakable's theme? What the hell is that on here? And then it goes to a diner, and there's you know, Bruce Willis's character in the diner watching the news about this. Uh, and that is just absolutely amazing for me. It was just awesome. And that's what made this movie number one for me. It was just like that whole tie-in to a movie that I really, really loved uh, earlier, Unbreakable. I really liked that movie. Uh, it was really cool. Hmm. So, and now there's a whole shared And now universe. there's going to be Glass. <laughs> Uh, coming soon. So I wish you had just said like, "Hey, you really liked Unbreakable, right?" And well, I'm like, yeah. I give it, once you say that, you're like, "I can't." You know, that pretty much gives it away. Either way, you're giving it away to you. So that's yeah, yeah, like, whatever. It's yeah. it's okay. I, mean, I was it's not... able to avoid that and see it in the theaters, and yeah. I'm just like, when I heard the Unbreakable music, I'm like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, I mean, I like that movie. It's not like a beloved thing, so it wouldn't mm-hmm. really like. I would have been like, "Oh, but by, nice. by itself, like, the movie's cool. a really good movie." Yeah, uh, and that's like, fine. I had my brother watch it with me, and he's watching the whole thing. And I'm like sitting there and he's watching he's like it's really good I'm like yeah and then the music comes on he's like I'm like do you recognize that music he's like no I'm like okay and we just kept watching and then like he gets to the diner and he's like oh <laughs> so it was pretty cool but alright Tony what's your number two I'll be number one number one number one uh, I cheated because technically it's a 2016 uh, movie but oh, it didn't man, officially I had think- something on my list and I was like oh this is 2016 but maybe yeah, never mind. <laughs> I was like, no, maybe I'll just it, throw it out there, but yeah. The way it came out in the U.S., I think technically allows it to count, and if it doesn't, you know, I'll redo it. But um, it was a uh, that Japanese animated movie I spoke about Your a couple podcasts ago. Your name, yeah. Oh man, I wrote that down too. I was like, oh, uh, uh, did you? Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, I can't. I'm not gonna do it. But yeah. Was, oh man, that that would be in top three for me as well. Actually. Yeah. The the reason why I counted it just because I, I think they did like a small release at the end of 2016 just to try to let it get some not like nomination like uh, allowed it to be nominated for certain things but i didn't get to see it until this year um when it after it had its official release and not even initially either um but that that movie just amazing in almost every aspect i mean just from visual like the animation is gorgeous uh you could tell that they did a wonderful job just animating a real world um, the soundtrack, amazing. The characters were great. The story was um, gripping. Uh, the twist was wonderful. I mean, you know, it was one of those things that's like, edge your seat, what's going to happen? You know, uh, it, there's a lot of anticipation in, in terms of 
<laughs> you know what the viewer is going to want slash expect uh, because if you get attached, they to the play with you know, expectations, right? They do play with expectations, and then they tease you with them, and then you're like, oh no, and then like, oh yeah, oh no, and like, yeah, yeah. is it or is it not? You know that kind of thing. Um, you're like, you're like just, no, no, like <laughs> you do yeah. that, it's pretty cool. And it, it's totally bizarre and off the wall. It's it's totally like a Japanese thing, and uh, just how mm. off the wall it is. But just everything that it, it just comes together, it works. Uh, and I think the theme there, the underlying theme, is is pretty universal. That you know, which is why Hollywood is trying to remake it, um, you know, for an American adaptation, which hopefully goes better than the Death Note uh, adaptation. Jim, uh, I started watching Death Note again, the anime, like the anime. Oh, because okay. I was just, just like, yeah, I need to get that. Gotta watch that. I keep seeing it on yeah. Netflix, and I'm like, the good one. Maybe I should just watch this all the way because I never finished that. So, yeah, but no, I mean, just to, to close this off, this is. Um, Definitely one of the high marks of Japanese animation, um, cool. especially in terms of movies. Uh, it's one of those ones that, you know, if somebody... Because I've, I've had friends over the years who, you know, are like, light into anime. Again, I was like, classified, like, oh, Studio Ghibli, I like that kind of stuff. But it's like, oh, you try to show them, like, Naruto or Berserk or, you know, uh, whatever. And it's just like, ah, this isn't going to work for me. Not, yeah. not my thing. But this is one definitely one of those things I'm like watch it like whoever you are whatever you're you think anime is about it doesn't matter you can watch this and yeah it's just a good story i mean as far as like it's it not is. like oh like ninjas and then yeah yeah monsters yeah, or it's, shit like that. it's just like there's no action story. at all right it's yeah. not it, it's yeah. it's about story and character and the kind of mystery too and, and right and mystery and you're like trying sure. to figure out what's going but on yeah, I had it. I, love I it. looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, it's 2016." So yeah. I'll just leave it off. But I did write it down. Actually. Yeah, right. definitely, definitely emotional too. Um, just one. And then what's like just a uh, this movie, like your name and Blade Runner for me. Both when I ended that movie, watching those movies, I was like, it really had an impact on like thinking about the movie and like mm-hmm. continually thinking about the movie as the day went on or as the night went on or whatever. And it's like, wow, like this actually affected me beyond just the it's, film itself. Yep. Cool. Yeah, 100%. Yep. I'll have to check that out. Cool. All right, Mike, your number one movie. My number one is Logan. Ah. <laughs> um, obviously, Wolverine is like 1A as far as my favorite superheroes. And um, I just, even though I the, what happens at the end, I sort of feel like for his character, maybe he's the only character that's a little out of character. <laughs> um, but... And I do have some minor issues with it. I do think it was like a great story, great way to see this character sort of come to fruition in a different way. You get a closeout of again of these characters, him and Professor X, that have I've been following, and I've liked most of these movies they've been in since you know 2000. Um, and I feel like with Days of Future Past, the very ending, you sort of get like the happy ending, and then here <laughs> you kind of get like I totally see what you're saying the yeah. less happy ending or like the further future if you want to keep going. Or you could even say there are two different timelines because God only knows at this point. Yeah, yeah but, no, you're totally right. Um, so, I mean, and so you get like an alternate ending that's a little further on and uh, maybe a more realistic ending. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's uh, and it was good. I mean, like, you get the action here that you didn't think you'd get. You get the sort of palpable threat from something that kind of, like, an internal threat, even though it's external, it's like internal made external for him. And, uh, I like that too. Cause that's always been a big issue with himself. He's a very self-loathing character. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the things that one of the things I liked about him, you know? Yeah. And, um, 
that's kind of why I sort of object to your other premise because you have this other character who's very hopeful when he's, you know, initially like, you know, is in his prime per se. This character has never been hopeful. He's always kind of been the same way as just something happens to kind of make things even worse for him. (laughs) But um, so for me, it was a a good movie. Obviously, it changed a a little bit of what we can expect from the superhero genre. I know Deadpool was the first R-rated superhero thing to be successful, but this was like the first R-rated serious superhero thing to be really successful. And um, uh, I really liked it, despite even having some issues with it. (laughs) And if we were doing Breakout Star, I would say that girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see uh, what what she does uh, next. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just to follow up real quick again, because this is really fresh in my mind because I literally just watched it um, this past weekend. Uh, I totally agree. And, you know, how I view Logan, because I'm not a Wolverine fan at all, but I feel like this movie did for that character kind of like what The Last Jedi did for Luke. And I'm sorry, I I thought I was not going to mention that movie again. But And this is not to troll. This podcast is just Last Jedi and Logan. That's all we've talked about. These two movies... Literally made me like the characters that previously I did not like, you know, and, and yeah. for sort of similar reasons. But, you know, I, it got me to change uh, my perception of those characters. And for that, you know, I, I will clap my hands. But the for me personally, I really am excited to see, you know, now that they are successful, Fox showed that, you know, R-rated superhero movies can be successful. Maybe now that, you know, Disney does have control of it, they will consider, you know, letting characters work fits be r-rated or more r-rated um and one thing i hope is that they get that actress for lore to be like x-23 if that fits into you know the greater universe i agree yeah Yeah. i mean i think that would be really cool to see laura and you know like the current peter parker uh meet at some point just you know play off each other's like happy-go-lucky you know poor kid and uh yeah you know mutant test tube baby uh yeah whatever (laughs) (laughs) throw him in a room see what happens go ahead yeah all right, so to recap our top three movies, uh, I didn't make a list while you guys are talking crap. So the last, uh, Spider-Man was number three for you guys. The Last Jedi was number three for me. Uh, Spider-Man was number two for me. Uh, what was yours, Corey? Logan. Logan. Number two. Tony. Guardians. Guardians. Mike. Number two? Yeah. Was Disaster Artist. And then yeah. number one movie, Corey? Number one was uh, Blade Runner. 2049. I'm like, wait. Mine was, mine was Split. Tony? Your name. Your name. Your name, and then Mike. Logan. Logan. All right. That's your recap. That's the podcast for the movie of the year. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Write us podcast at allinggeek.net. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Listen to the Gamecast coming up next. And look forward. we look forward to hearing, you know, have you listening to us and watching us uh, this year, coming year. So, uh, yeah, let us know what you thought, what you, you like yeah. uh, the best. And, you know. Yeah. Thanks for listening.